Hello and welcome to Next Slide Please, the podcast which takes you into a journey into management consulting. My name is Tobias Stahl. I'm a manager at the consulting company Strategy Engineers. And in this podcast, I want to talk to you about what it actually takes to become a management consultant from a profile perspective. So what is your profile if you want to go into management consulting? We could have actually done that quite a bit um, earlier in this process, but um, apparently we had very good topics to talk about beforehand. So still, I want to get back to that very important question for many of those who will be listening and who might be curious in a career in management consulting. And of course, again, as we have had that in the past, I'm not alone here. So I've invited my fellow manager, Hans Beck. Hans, welcome. Hello, Tobias. Thanks for having me. So you might be wondering why I selected you. And I think you know the answer uh, just as well as I do. I think pretty much everybody who has been hired by strategy engineers in the last three to four years has been having one or both of us in an interview. So <laughs> we might like be the bottlenecks. The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sort of. Exactly, exactly. So we see a lot of candidates and we see a lot of profiles. And therefore, I wanted to summarize with you what is the the best field of study that you would follow if you want to go into management consulting, if there is such thing. Shall I get started? Sure. Okay. Um, so from my perspective and um, from my experience, it's there is no that one field of study that prefers perfectly for management consulting. Of course, when you're studying business administration or something, there is a lot of... Um, lectures, internships, whatever that somehow um, get you there. But still, basically, it's about how you uh, what kind of person you are, that you um, that you are curious, that you have some drive, some proactive um, internal motivation to to drive things to the better. And um, well, that you, um, yeah, we call it sometimes service orientation, but it's more about like um, that you try to understand the, the client situation and how you could help him. Because at the end, what we do is we, we solve problems for our clients. So it's, it's all about them. And um, the better you do understand them, the better um, you, can, you can act as a consultant. And this is basically not dependent on one field of study so um basically everybody could be could be a good consultant yeah i would fully agree actually what you need is the right spirit and mindset and most likely you can find that in a profile which is maybe even not straightforward into consulting but which has a great cover letter and a great story of the motivation why you want to go into a job where you solve problems for your clients um, so i fully agree now if we talk about strategy engineers as a management consulting company. How do you think does that relate? Is that different or do we really see maybe a change? Slightly different. Of course, still it's mostly about your, your personal profile, but um, we have the speciality or our USP that we are like technical oriented, that we are mostly um, consulting clients from the mobility industry, from the automotive industry, or maybe um, nowadays even some adjacent industry like mechanical engineering or energy um, and utilities. So, and what all of these industries have together is some sort of technical background. And um, this is it, what makes the 
profile of the perfect candidate a bit different from the gen yeah, generic or general consultancy. So, um, but still, if you have this this personal attributes uh, that you're curious, uh, proactive, uh, motivated, uh, that you want to drive things to the better, and you have a technical affinity at least, some some sort of fascination. It, doesn't even have to be necessarily like that you studied something technical, but could be still that you're very interested in um, technical aspects and that would make you then um, with the right profile, with the, the right CV, let's say, um, the perfect candidate. Yeah, yeah. I think that point is very good that you say technology is always some part of our projects, but what you really need is you need to have a mindset where you do not shy away from it when it approaches you. Because for you, you did mechanical engineering as a background. I did business administration with some share of mechanical engineering. Still, for both of us, if we talk about battery chemistries at the moment or something related to hydrogen, etc., it's not like this has been in our field of studies, but it's something that we find generally interesting and where we where we like to think about and where we are then, of course, also capable of wrapping our head around it. And that is, I think, where, where you need to, to answer that question for yourself, because we can guarantee that there is some degree of technology in our projects. I think that's, that's a given. And if that is something that sounds scary, or if you say, well, um, maybe that technology, but not another technology, then we would have to need to discuss that in the, in the interview. But um, if you say, well, generally, yes, um, technology is something that I'm interested in, and it doesn't scare me uh, in a way that I don't want to touch it. I think that's the that's the mindset that we're looking for. Yeah. So looking at our team, what is the, well, we just said what we have been studying, but what is the, the typical fields of study that we have inside strategy engineers? Um, well, I would have to look up the actual shares, but most of us are either mechanical engineers, uh, industrial engineers, or... Um, as well, people from uh, who study business administration sometimes with a little bit of technical background, but that's I think the majority. And then um, other than that, we have some uh, people who did uh, yeah the so-called mint study, so everything which is uh, mathematics, informatics, nat uh, natural science, and so on. And um, this underlines this um uh, what we just said that it it's not necessary to have this technical uh, background but it makes it easier but still if you have this this uh, well willingness to to know more or this curiosity how we called it in the beginning i think that's very important to have this curiosity to know more to learn more about this technology even though we do not go into details. Um, whenever it gets too technical, we uh, typically have our experts. Um, but still, this is what it is about, um, which does not limit, and that's maybe one important point um, to mention, that um, uh, people who have studied in other fields um, could apply. Like um, we, we said it in, introductively, like, um, Consulting is a lot about solving problems, understanding the client. So I would be very interested, for an example, in having people from who study psychology or something, because it, it's a lot about 
psychology at the yeah yeah absolutely um, it's about communication um and exactly. reading people as well yeah. as well something yeah. like communications uh, psychology i mean all those aspects always paired with this interest in in technology i mean yeah why not yeah and i think the the profile that we're looking for that is more than just the field of study and um, i think what many people have been asking us is do i need to have completed an internship whether in consulting or somewhere different but most likely in consulting um, what would be our answer to that um, it depends on the position if um, you you go for an internship of course we don't expect that you have like one internship in management consulting one in the industry one abroad whatever um, there you can apply without having had this practical experience But when it comes to the um, consultant positions, senior consultant um, or entry positions, then um, the clear answer is a yes. Uh, we expect that people have done one internship, at least either in the industry or in management consultancy, preferably both, to be honest. Um, because uh, basically you have proven that you're willing and able able to work and that makes it a lot easier to to start with us uh, at strategy engineers because we want that our um, consultants are from the first minute um, in projects and yeah well uh, a value add to our projects and to our clients and um, this is basically this is why we make it a precondition that um, you have completed one one internship yeah. I would also say that from a candidate's perspective, it is very helpful to have that prior experience in a less binding environment. Um, so I had the same situation for myself when I was hearing about consulting services and I had a lot of fellow students who said, well, I'm going to this and that consultancy, or at least I try. Um, I had never the, the true objective of becoming a management consultant. And thereby I said, okay, I want to try it because so many people around me have great experiences to share and some of them also some not so great experiences um, so i wanted to to experience that myself and of course it was a lot easier doing that in an internship rather than applying for a full-time job and then figuring out well this is not exactly what i wanted to do maybe i have to <laughs> to opt out again uh, so yeah definitely recommend it um, for your personal development and for your personal judgment and the ability to judge whether you want to go into that but of course also then from our side a requirement How does that relate to being having been abroad or well either for studies or for an internship? Well, here it changes a bit. We don't see it as a precondition. We see, of course, that you, uh, um, our applicants or our um, consultants are able to speak um, English um, with a with a good control. That's mandatory. That's a precondition. But um, having been abroad is not basically um i would see it um as you mentioned it like a, a similar to the internship it's like a great experience for everyone um, having been abroad and it makes it a lot easier to to work in different setups different cultural setups as well um i mean we're not just working even we are based in germany um at least we too um yeah. we are working for clients all over the world and um to understand this um cultural differences at some points and um, having been to um certain countries 
makes it easier um, to to work with um, with people all over the world. And that's why, of course, ideally, um, uh, you would bring or uh, an applicant would um, bring that with him. Um, but as said, no precondition. Yeah, yeah. Very good. And I think the, the key aspect that we mentioned, this motivational bit, beyond the actual steps in your CV that you have done, this is what we're looking most into in your resumes and cover letters, where we really want to understand what is driving you towards becoming a management consultant, A, and in management consulting with strategy engineers as point B, because that is always the, the key that we need to understand. And the good thing is, at the size of our company, we are really looking at all the CVs. So there is no automatic screening step beforehand that would kick you out immediately. So I think that is also a, a good point to mention that it's really about the, the story that you can present and the motivation that you share, and not only about the hard facts that is written down in your CV. So um, I just uh, checked at one of the feedbacks that I received from one student uh, here in Munich. There was a question whether there is a certain um, grade level that you need to have achieved in your studies? And the answer is, well, no. If there is a good explanation for why your grades are not the best in the field, um, please share if there is something. Um, and apparently, if you have the motivation, if you feel like you want to do that, you should be able to tell that story without having um, the top one, two, three percent grades in your, in your area. So I think that is always in the end the the story must be convincing. Mm -hmm. And if we have a candidate who has a profile, which is rather not the typical profile, it gets even more interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have had in the history of this company also some profiles who were really not this straightforward consulting persons from a paper perspective. But if you we were talking to them, you could feel that this is exactly what they want to do and what they what they strive to, to succeed in. And therefore, I think that was, um, in my perspective, some of the most convincing colleagues that we have had, because they were really, really living it, not just because the paper said, well, you are quite in a good position from your profile to become a management consultant, but they actually wanted it. And um, therefore, I would, well, basically summarizing what we said, not disencourage anybody to, to apply because of a specific field of study, but more to consider how is that technology perspective linking to solving problems? If that's what is getting you, feel free to apply. I think that is the that is the the invitation that we can say. And that leads mm -hmm. us to the question of what do I need to provide in my application, and also what is the best timing for that? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what you need to provide is basically quite simple and standard, I guess, all over. It's like the the cover letter laying, laying out your um, your motivation um as we just said why you have the right mindset why you have the right skills and why um you want to bring those to to strategy engineers and um, then the cv which basically is the facts behind it um so it's very important that you um, relate with it in your cover letter to your cv um and well then um, as well in the interview, but I think you're t uh, touching that in one of the next um, episodes. So I don't want to go too much into that. And then last but not least, it's uh, grades and references um, that um, we have your um, 
yeah your your background as well and if you have done an internship as well the um the references um to to understand who you are and how you work basically yeah and for the timing um do you see a difference between internships and uh, job applications for example um that's a good question in general i wouldn't see that the difference is maybe that for internships we are a bit more limited to the time frame in which the internship should take place because um we're basically we want that our interns are um staffed on one project because we believe that this is how they and we as well get the most out of it so um basically here it's a, uh, about the, the dialogue and a bit of flexibility let's say um when to start but besides that it's it can be everything from six months prior um to the entry date uh, to well immediate entry however and this is um, more for for you as applicants than for for us as a as a company um i wouldn't do it too short term because um, by that you you take yourself the options to to decide and to um, have a bit of time to think let's say yeah. um, before you get started yeah that's a very good point to highlight you don't want to end up having to decide for something while still waiting for another job and then you do not know whether to make an offer and in the end you decline one offer because you say i'm gonna wait for the other one and they might turn you down in the end and then you're sitting there without any internship or job which you could avoid if you plan for a little bit more time. Um, I think that is, that's a good point and it's a fair point to mention. On the other hand, if we are in the process and we're going to talk about the application process in a different episode, because that takes some more time to explain that, what we really want to achieve is that we are quite quick with every candidate who is in the process so that we avoid lengthy times between the interviews also of course to avoid that someone that we have had a great interview with in the first round then has to decline for the second round because we were too slow uh, in following up with the next meeting so once we are in the process we try to be as as quick as reasonably possible and as quick as the different schedules allow for and thereby we really aim to to give the, the feedback on a short-term basis and enable you to take the right decision but you want to have enough time to take that decision as well. So I think the, the general recommendation would be one, two, three months, possibly, that we have a little bit of time. And as yeah. you said, also to schedule for the actual projects that you might want to work on, um, especially if that's an internship, because in the end, you want to learn about consulting and how do you do that best um, when you're not at a client. So, yeah, I think that was a very good overview. Did we forget anything, Hans? Um, not from my perspective. Well, then I think we can close this one and mm. um, hope that you have learned the, the key aspects of which profiles we're looking into. And in case there's any questions, of course, feel free to reach out to Hans or myself or to our HR team in general. And um, we're happy to continue that discussion. And if you have a special request or an open topic that you think we should cover in this podcast, please also feel free to reach out to me and I'm just happy to, to hear what you think. Until then, take care and goodbye. Goodbye.